Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by hipstersofthecoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leavingalegacy. Magic is power. Welcome to another episode of Leaving a Legacy. My name is Patrick. I'm your legacy newbie. With me this week, as always, Mr. Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Not much, Pat. I don't know about you, but it's uh, it's been the end of days around here. I've never seen hail in my life, and it's hailed two days in a row. What's going on, Pat? I'm scared. <laughs> Yesterday, we did the egg hunt at my brother's house, and uh, before the egg hunt, it was like kind of chilly out. Then we had snow. Then we had rain. Then we had like nice weather for like 30 minutes and then it went back to uh, like being really overcast and windy. So <laughs> typical New England Easter. I kind of loved it, actually. Balls of ice falling from the sky. <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I hope they come to, to my house and uh, total my car so I can get a new one. Please. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's how insurance works. <laughs> I don't I think, yeah, I think like if you if you get if your car gets destroyed by like hail, you can put an insurance claim, at least a homeowner's insurance claim on your car. Wouldn't take much to total my car. It's, right. it's pretty worthless. All right. There we go. There we go. Did you have a good Easter? Did the Easter bunny bring you lots of chocolate, Pat? Uh, you know, I, I did not get an Easter basket, unfortunately, but um, my kids did. My kids seem to do pretty well. So I think they had a good time. It was a nice Easter. How about you? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Awesome. Uh, I got a savage comment from my niece, though. <laughs> so they, <laughs> okay. they, they, they came over by my house. And uh, like one of my nieces was playing on my computer. And then the other niece who's like five is like in my office. And she goes, oh, Uncle Jay, I didn't know you played Pokemon cards. And she's holding up some magic cards. <laughs> just like, Actually, those are magic cards. <laughs> and uh, she, yeah, there's no difference to a child. They, yep. they, they're the same thing. <laughs> same oh, Uncle Jay, thing. I didn't realize you were a huge dork. What is this garbage? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were a nerd. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh or bust, bitch. <laughs> yep, and that's what I did. And I smacked the card out of her hands. Good for you. Said, Good for do, you. Do, 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 do. you were like, pay seven, draw seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah. Sorry I missed last week. Uh it's been I've been doing a lot of uh side work. So my a lot of my weeknights have been taken up by going and doing estimates and then doing jobs in the weekend. And it's been, I mean, it's been good, but it's been busy, you know. It's uh yeah, it's been a it's been a, a busy couple of weeks, but uh, I'm I'm happy to be here. Happy to talk about magic tonight. Hell yeah, I've actually been you, play, I've been playing. Yeah, a you fair said you've been. What's that? I've been playing a fair bit. I, I was just gonna say you said you were been playing a little bit of the uh, the old Merfolk in Legacy Leagues. How's that been going for you? I know I've been catching people by surprise. I uh, I played against a friend Sty- uh, Strifo the other mm-hmm. day, and I go like turn one island Aether Vial, and he just goes. You gonna tick that up to fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jerry's playing a long today. game, a very long game. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing some Merfolk and Pat. I don't think I've ever played a deck before that feels so bad but still wins games i don't i don't get it <laughs> you mean so tell me what do you mean by it feels so bad like it just feels so like clunky and it just like like so the entire deck 
is filled with two drops. So if you don't have an aether vial in your opening hands, you literally just go like land go, which yep. is like not a great feeling, especially yep. in legacy. We can always do chalice on zero, I guess. Right. Well, that well, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like do chalice on zero blind and like hope it's going to be relevant against the deck I'm playing against. Like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's a chalice deck. So like everything costs two. Which also means that like your your third turn is also super awkward because you're playing like a two drop and then just pass like maybe you have a wasteland and you use the wasteland but mm-hmm. then you're just in the exact same situation the next turn where you just yep. have like a uh, you know a not not very efficient turn of you know passing with some mana up and like it just the whole deck's very clunky and two drops mm-hmm. and you know you just you know, there's a lot of times where you just like go drop go pass <laughs> like i got i got nothing and <laughs> but i'm still just like winning a bunch of games with it <laughs> it's like i'm just like how do i keep winning because the deck just feels bad but i is like chalice like in a weird spot in the format right now too because like it i feel like and again like i'm, I'm not super close to the format right now but like it feels like the format is not the legacy of like three or four years ago where everything is like hyper efficient as far as like everything's a one and two drop. Like right now it feels like you have so many cards that are cheating on their mana costs in one way or another. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So there isn't any abrupt decays, which is nice. So no abrupt decays is great. That was really chalice of the voids, like biggest uh, hurdle to overcome for a long mm-hmm. time. But now we have the, you know, prismatic ending, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting lucky and not versing them as much, but yeah, Chalice has been like very good when I get it out. But like once again, yeah, I'm I'm a two drop deck without any like chrome. Like I like I feel like I should be running like mox diamonds or chrome moxes or just like something yeah. to help me power out those two drops because yep. yeah, there'll be a lot of games where I just have like I open up a uh with a chalice and I'm like, well, I guess I'll play this on turn two yep. instead of like you know my silver gil adept or a merfolk lord or something like that. To, yep advance my board state but i guess it it's been working somehow i mean i'm looking at your list you're running the full four truly nemesis too which is uh yeah i'm running i mean a lot of three drops for a merfolk deck if i'm gonna be the only deck in the format that can run true name nemesis we're going we're going all out on going all four you got four of those and two brazen borrowers which like how often are you actually paying three for brazen borrowers are you just casting it for the i almost cost most of the time I almost never will cast Brazen Borrower as a creature unless I've okay. already cast it as a bounce spell first. I, okay. All right. I got you. Like, unless I just absolutely need a creature to get pressure on board, like, it's the last creature I'll play. Mm-hmm. I'll save it to use as a bounce spell. Um, it's actually been pretty useful, uh, the Brazen Borrower, because, like, against things like Reanimator and, and things like that, it's just sure. like, you know, they drop a Grizzlebrand and they usually can't draw with Grizzlebrand because I've usually put enough pressure on their life total yep. already that uh, if they draw, they die. So they just like reanimate a Grizzlebrand and then I just bounce the Grizzlebrand and they get yep. zero value off of it. Yep. yep. Um, you know, that and also, um, you know, Merfolk Trickster and the Harbringer of the Tides, like both mm-hmm. of those creatures are pretty useful in, mm-hmm. you know, going up against these big fatty uh, style decks. Right. You know, tap, tapping down things like Marilages and, and things like that just to buy you enough time to sneak in the damage. Yep. Um, the other uh, MVP is the the Tide Shaper. Okay, so I was I was literally just I was just pulling up my browser to to look it up because I don't know what that does. Can you 
talked about that card a little bit? Yeah, it's the it's the I forget what the card is, but it's a long line of cards that turn lands into islands. Yeah, uh, Tide Shaper. It's one blue for a one. Oh, one. it's not even a new card. It's an old card. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's it's an older card, but it's uh, one blue for a one one. It gets plus one plus one as long as the opponent co- oh, controls Modern Horizons too. Sorry, Modern yeah. Horizons too. Modern so Horizons not two. that old, but yeah, but it gets plus one plus one as long as an opponent controls an island, and then. If it was when it comes into play, you can kick it for one. If it's kicked, target lands becomes an island for as long as Tide Shaper remains on the battlefield. Hmm. Um, And between that and the wastelands, I'm actually able to like keep people off mana like pretty well. Yeah. Like against even even against decks like Blue Red Delver, where you wouldn't think it's like that useful, turning their volcanic islands into islands and shutting off their their red blasts and their lightning bolts is actually mm-hmm. super relevant in the matchup. Yeah, totally. Um, so Tide Shaper is, is an MVP, but huh. it's it's another one where you open up your hand and like you don't have an Aether Vial to lead off and you're like, do I just play out the Tide Shaper or do I yeah, like, for, save no, for it? just as a 1-1? One, one, yeah, like, do uh, I just play it as a 1-1? One, one? That doesn't really feel good, but it also yeah. doesn't really feel good not having a turn one play. <laughs> True. <laughs> so Yeah, so you really only have four cards that are a turn one play here. Like if you're not playing the tide shaper for zero value and you're not playing the chalices on zero, just because that seems like a crazy thing to do in the dark. It, I mean, it's not the like worst idea. Bus, like yeah. Said. yeah it, like I said, it's like, it's, I feel like the deck needs a chrome mox or a mox diamond style effect. Mm. And it just doesn't really have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll give us like an ancient tomb for blue. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Man, I I my, I love the uh, old border cards that came out. Like they look so good. Oh, are you so looking? You looking at the uh, old border true name? <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking at the old border tide uh, tide shaper. Oh, uh, yep, yeah. Did they do old borders in Modern Horizons too? Yeah, they did. I must have totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so dope though. So dope. But yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing. It's really hard to put a deck down when you're winning because it's right. just like, do are I want to five owing? Are you like, just like, I'm not, like, I'm not five owing, but like yep. the worst I'm going is like three, two. Like I'm just, cons- that's still fine. <laughs> I'm just like, that's I'm consistently fine. going like three, two, four, one, three, yeah. two, four, one, four, one, four, one. Um, I always end up like losing one because there's just always just one matchup where I just get absolutely smoked. <laughs> like yeah. it just like it doesn't what do you, matter. What, have you, what has been like the rough matchups for you so far? Um, or just, does not one stick out? Just kind of random. So blue red Delver can be 50 50 like mm-hmm. blue red Delver. They can go like I can go like Island go and then they go Island ponder. And then I resolve Chalice of the Void, and then they pretty much just scoop. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, or I can just like get a, a fast start with like Lords, and I can just overwhelm the removal and, and yeah. race them. Yeah. And like, and then other times they're like, "Oh, I drew four Red Elemental Blasts. You're re- get wrecked." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like eat, sh- eat shit, nerd. <laughs> yeah, eat shit. So yeah. the Blue Red Delver can be can be fifty fifty. Um. You know, some of the decks like uh, Death and Taxes used to be really difficult for Merfolk, mm-hmm. but Tide Shaper actually really makes that matchup a lot easier um, because before, you know, before Tide Shaper, it wasn't always worth it to run the effects that turn lands into islands. Right. Um, but now with the Tide Shaper, you can run, you know, four of a main deck. So 
um, like those sort of like death and taxes and Maverick and things like that. Those matchups have gotten a, a lot better. Um, the things like the eight mulch and the like just kind of merit lage decks in general can be very difficult because mm-hmm. um, we don't really have a lot of ways to interact with them outside of, uh, you know, uh, you know, bouncing the merit lage. But if they go, what I've been finding is like the merit lage hasn't been the problem, but I'm dying to all the zombies that they make um, from, I'm blanking on the name of that lands, but you know, whenever you, you can make a two, two zombie. So um, that, that has been a real difficulty. Like they can just race me with the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like the deck's been fine. Uh, I've, I've been winning with it, so it's really hard to justify putting it down. And right, it's also cheap enough to rent, which is the good thing. It's only like you know five hundred bucks or five hundred tickets, I should say, on Magic yeah. Online. So you know, it's within the rental bar- budget. So I have a hard time, you know, not just diving into another league with Merfolk and you yeah. know getting some some play points and treasure chests. Mm-hmm. I know. I guess I'll, I'll keep playing it. it. It's it's getting to the point, pal, where I'm just scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to uh, <laughs> just look for new stuff to play. Yeah, because I mean, just so many of the decks out there, are just I can't rent because I don't have Urza Sagas, right. and they're just a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully, either they'll come out and you know they'll release more copies to make them cheaper or maybe we'll get some other new stuff that'll be easier to get so it'll you know kind of spread the cost out because yeah i'm a firm believer that there's only so many dollars to go around in legacy decks mm-hmm. that like you you just can't you, like it's not possible for these prices to just go up forever like right, I, right. we're not we're not going to see like $20,000 decks without there being like some overall shift in the overall economy of the like the world in general Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i think uh, there eventually just gets to a point where players just say you know i've had enough i'm not going to do it yeah no i i get that i get that yeah it's just it's crazy to me like 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 it's like it used to be like the affordable place to to play it on magic online and now it's just like like even magic online's priced out right yeah it's like it's like we're living in the upside down right now it's crazy yeah we still need to do our popper game pat I know, I know. I, I just literally have not been home. Like my kids forgot that I'm father for a while. So um, yeah. <laughs> I know they were, they were calling me up on Easter. They were saying, you know, when, when were they coming over for the ham? <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been wild. So but yeah, no, I, I'm 100 percent down for that. And do we have our date yet for the next LA Open? I know we've been throwing one around. Have we have we nailed that down yet or we have nothing to announce yet? We're just I, I think still working on it. I think we've nailed it down. I don't know if all the you know it's finalized with the actual venue yet so gotcha okay all right well stay tuned for that then we do want to announce the the date of the lal um it will it is far enough out that you guys will have time to plan but uh i just don't want to say it and then have the venue turn around on us so yeah yeah that would be uh, that would suck yeah but we we have a a good idea of what the date is going to be so stay tuned for that cool Cool, cool, um Speaking of things in the future, should we talk about uh, some of the spoilers that have been coming out? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Can I just say, I feel like this is the most underhyped magic set of all time. Like, is it underhyped? Or are you just not like in the, like, I know, the thick of it on magic online or, or on like on like social? I mean, I know like we're kind of unplugged from like Twitter and all that. So we don't really pay attention to that. But yeah, e- even still. 
and just kind of also like legacy in general is kind of unplugged from you know a lot of the hype with the standard block mm-hmm. uh magic sets but even so like even like the like the mtg reddit usually has some posts there's usually a bunch of posts on the uh, leaving legacy facebook page mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know there's you know then the, all the group chats we're in people will talk about it you know i, I have a bunch of met chats with people from all over the country and there's always stuff getting you know thrown around and every time a new set comes out you know people are talking about all oh, this and even not just like legacy like i have commander friends and cube friends and they're mm-hmm. talking about and it just feels like it's been crickets from this set. Yeah. And there's I've a lot of spoilers. Like posts. I know. I've only <laughs> seen like one or two posts on the Facebook page um, about the set. And like nothing's thrilled me yet. But that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, that it's nothing's going to thrill me. It just I haven't been like super impressed with anything yet. But like, well, again, we don't I don't I I can't say this enough. I don't want another set that completely like makes like turns legacy topsy turvy again. So I'm fine with it being like underwhelming you know do you know what i'm saying like like i'm not even talking about like like for legacy though like i just feel like sure. for magic in general like it yeah. feels like this set is very much an afterthought yeah but i guess let's talk about kind of just first of all the the whole theme of it is it's like 1920s great gatsby gangster movie style yeah i guess i mean i could not care less about that about you know what i mean but sure yeah i guess that's what it is <laughs> well i'm just like looking at all the art like there's like there's skyscrapers and mm-hmm. there's like flappers and like just straight up like 1930 so it does i guess you know after ravnica or not ravnica kamigawa yeah and now this like wizards is just going like full full on you know, we're not doing the just fantasy anymore. We're doing like anything and everything. So yeah. I'm I'm thinking it's only a matter of time until we get like a spaceships themed magic set. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'd like I guarantee you <laughs> within the next year or two, there's gonna be like a space themed. What like, if we get st- Eve themed magic, Jerry? Would you like <laughs> lose your mind? Uh I don't know. I you know, do you not want your peanut butter and your chocolate? Is that what it is? Yeah, like I recognize that I am an old man yelling at the clouds, but yeah, we both are for sure. But but still, it's just like magic's a fantasy game, and I get it. You're running out of ideas because it's blatantly obvious. Wizards is running out of ideas. Looking at these <laughs> mechanics, these me- the mechanics for this set is just garbage. Yeah, <laughs> they're just yeah. they're just very uninspired. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. It just kind of feels like just feels mad <laughs> mm, mm. i get it yeah but uh yeah so it's like 1920s gangsters themed there's like what is cool that i'm surprised that really has me surprised more people aren't talking about it is it's a it's a it's a shard uh set you know it's gonna be right it's, it's three colored themes you know yes, there's, there's yeah. a ton of three color cards have, uh, so let's quick question have they fucking renamed the the shards again like they have like they did in cons. Like, yeah, I guarantee they are. What is it? They we have the um, <laughs> we have the the crime families is what they are. Uh, so streets of New Capena, which even that name, like I guarantee you, like five years, ten years from now, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of the set. <laughs> streets yeah, of New Capena. Yeah, it's not. It's not super impressive. Yeah. What are the crime family names? Crime family names are. So I, I don't see we got we got brokers, which is green, white, blue, uh, which was Bant. Oh no, they're gonna be renaming the, <laughs> the yeah. so so ca- there's cabaretti, riveteers, maestros, obscura, 
This is <sighs> yeah. So we got Brokers, which was Bant. Yep. Obscuro, which was Esper. Yep. Maestros, uh, which is Ma- Grixis. Yeah. Ma- Maestros, which is Grixis. Riveteers, which is Jund. Yep. And then Cabaretti, which is Gruel. Yeah. It, no, is that not Gruel. Not Gruel. No. Is, Gruel is just green, red. Oh, right. Uh, green, what's green? What's green, red, white? Why am I blanking on this? Uh, I mean, it's unplayed. What is Yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hold the on. zoo. Naya. That's Naya. Is. Of course. Oh, of Lu- course. I'm pretty sure like Louis Scott Vargas named his kid Naya too. <laughs> he definitely did. That's a choice you can make, guys. You can definitely do something like that. That yep. Okay. Keep that so in mind. Naya. Yeah. The everyone's favorite three color combo, Naya. <laughs> the one yeah. most most so, forgotten. So what a I guess, yeah, that's that's something they did. So are they get so like they made a real big push to like re brand like those names like obviously the grixis one didn't hit because black red green was something it was mardu i think and oh no maybe that was no Mar- mardu is red red white black or okay yeah. is that what it was was uh yeah red so, red white black so is this the green. other shard so these aren't the the these aren't the shards from yeah, so Arthur. these so these are the shards of Alara. So the shards okay. of shards okay. of Alara was you know the the Bant Esper Grixis Janaya. Oh right, right, right. Then Tarkir finished the cycle with Mardu Teamer Abzan. But Jeskai. didn't they try to redo that again? Didn't they redo that again though? Like no, I think you're thinking of the two color ones because they've redone the two, they, they've redone the two color ones a bunch of times. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Um. Well, I mean, like. We before these sets came out, we had our like our just general names for them. Like um uh red red, black, white was uh was uh just like uh skunk in the blender. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean, you know, there was always like rug and bug, and you know, that's how yeah. we were, that's how we referred to it before Tarkir came out. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, so these are the these are these are the, the quote unquote families. They're not shards, but yeah. But there was also like, uh, yeah, they did Abzan. Remember they did Abzan, Jeskai, Sultai, Mardu. Oh, that, that's what you're referring to. Yes, yeah, that's so what they, I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah, that was them trying to redo the uh, shards of Alara ones, right? Which did not stick. I guess maybe Jeskai stuck, but yeah. Well, well, that's because. Uh, Jeskai was red, white, blue, and we didn't have a red, white, blue before. Oh, that's right. That's so right. like Sultai stuck, Jeskai stuck, Abzan team or Mardu because those color combinations didn't have names before. Okay. Now they're trying to redo the Shards of Alara ones, and I don't know if these are going to stick. Are they the Shards of Alara ones, though? Because I don't yes. think they are because yeah. Bant was green, white, blue. Yeah, and green. Okay, white, and that's and Brokers. Green, okay, and that's I, brokers. See, I see. I see. I see. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then Esper is Obscura. Uh, Maestros is Grixis. Uh, Grixis. Yep. Um, what's the other ones? The Cabaretti uh, is the is Naya. Yep. And yeah. then okay. Riveteers is Jund. Jund. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think they're going to make a big push to rename these again? To to because they they I remember they really wanted us to to use uh, Abzan, Jeskai, Sultai. They were really pushing that for a while. So the thing is, is like. Where are they going to do the push? Because remember, that's a great question. Yeah, because it's, it's no the, pro tour. 
yeah, it was all in the tournament. No coverage. They they the big push always came from the tournament scene, yeah, like the announcers yeah. and like posting deck lists and all that sort of stuff. Like that's where the push came from. And it's like we don't have any of that anymore. So yeah. I I don't I don't think these names are gonna stick around because I don't think anyone's really gonna associate them for that long yeah. after the set rotates out of out of standard. Yeah. Yep. Can we just look at also these mechanics for each of these? Because these are just some sad mechanics. Yeah, please, please. Are, are you talking about <laughs> so like, like in, in brokers? The, the their mechanic is shield counters, which is it it has a shield counter, and if the permit would be destroyed, you just remove the shield counter instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. By <laughs> <laughs> then we have um uh connive. If a creature you control is instructed connive, <laughs> draw a card and discard a card. If you discard a non-land card, you put a plus one, plus one count. We've seen like that ability just in a million different variations before. Mm-hmm. Like that's really nothing new. Uh, casualty is probably the most interesting one. So ca- as an additional cost to cast a spell, you can sacrifice a creature with X power or greater where X is the casualty number. If you do, you copy the spell. So basically yep. you can copy spells by sacking creatures. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most interesting one. Yeah. Then we have blitz, which is just casting the creature for the blitz spot cost where the creature gains haste. And when the creature dies, you draw a card. Oh, like- <laughs> I kinda, hold on. Hold on. I kind of like blitz because first of all, it's a football thing. And second of all, it's, it's just, uh, it just, it's just dash. It's just dash. The yeah, you but you get to draw a card. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. You draw a card instead of it returning your hand, like yeah. When it so wait, hold hold on. So blitz. So it's oh, it's so it's a great it's a greater cost. This one is pay to life. Are all the blitz where you have to pay to life? So like tenacious underdog is one of the rares. It's it's a, it's one in a black human warrior three two. You may cast tenacious underdog from your graveyard using its blitz blitz ability, and the blitz cost is two black black pay to life. When this creature dies, draw a card. Oh, but you do have to sacrifice at the beginning of the next end step. Oh, I see. I see. Gains haste and okay. So it doesn't stick. Okay. It doesn't stick around. I thought it stuck around, but you have to sack it at the beginning of the next end step. So you get it for a turn, sack it, draw a card with tenacious underdog. You get to pay. You get to cast it again from your graveyard. I guess you just keep like tenacious underdog. You get to re, you get to keep recasting it if you want. Yeah, for the low, cool. low cost of four and two life. No, I no, I listen, I understand it's not good in legacy. I'm just saying like <laughs> that's kind of cool. That's just kind of a cool thing. Uh, yeah. It just it just it's okay, it, Jerry. You can just say no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It, it just it's the same. Like I just feel like it's yeah. not really just difference. And then we have alliance is the other one, mm-hmm. which an ability word that highlights triggered abilities that trigger whatever another creature enters the battlefield dungeon. Oh, so it's an enters the battlefield. <laughs> When this creature enters the battlefield alliance, that's uh, yeah. Do you think that they're uh, they're (laughs) we're talking about they're just kind of running out of running out of ideas for mechanics? I just I honestly don't think they there's like any other mechanics out there. (laughs) Like they, I mean, we were just talking before the showcast. This is the 92nd uh expansion that is crazy. Yeah, 92 sets so. I mean that's just a lot of mechanics. They they've they've covered a lot of ground. Yeah. It just it just feels like there isn't really anything new with this set. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. There were a couple that I saw on the subreddit that were called out. Um I don't know if we want to run down a few of these. And again, I don't even know how like there's only one of them that I thought offhand was kind of neat. Um but if you want to if you want to go down them real quick, I can I can label them or I can I can call them out. Yeah, I mean uh, 
I'll, just for me, probably the one, the only one that I was kind of interested in because Wizards keeps flirting with it. They keep flirting with making a better dual lands, mm-hmm. and they're just not. But we got these tri lands. Yeah, those are kind of cool, right? The fetchable, they're fetchable tri lands. Yeah, cool because they're all three basics. They're Swamp Mountain Forest or mm-hmm. Island Swamp Mountain. Um, they have cycling for three, which is just an upside. But as always with all of them, they come into play tapped. Yeah, I, I don't think these are the first fetchable tri lands they've had either. I think there was another cycle of them in a previous set. Yeah, this were, might just be like closing closing the cycle. It could be. It, yeah, it could be or it could be just reprinting them in a, with different names. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, Wizards, just let these come into play untapped. Well, like, that would be too good. A tri land that un- that's untapped. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, just let us have it. That way you don't have to I worry mean, about dual well, yeah, prices. We, we, I mean, let's make let's make the mana base more broken legacy. It's fine. Whatever. Like I, I honestly don't think it would change that much. Format's dying anyway. Who gives a shit? Like I, like I, honestly, like blue red delver would still probably only be two colors. It's just now it'd be a little bit easier. You could no, you, you would splash something else. Like you would just have access. You just like run a bunch of extra cards. You basically get like, you know, you just never have to run another basic again, I, I would think, you know. I guess it would kind of make it like it was under uh, Arkham's Astrolabe, where it's just like every deck is a soup deck because colors yeah. don't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even even regular dual lands. Like, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, regular dual lands are like actually kind of OP. Like, they're just kind of like, they're just really good. Yeah, that's why they're $1,000. I know. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's psychotic. Absolutely psychotic. Yeah, so the only one I thought was kind of like offhand, like kind of uh, piqued my interest was even the score, which was X blue, blue, blue for an instant. And it costs blue, blue less. Sorry, it costs blue, blue, blue less to cast if an opponent has drawn four or more cards this turn and has draw X cards. So it's kind of cool, like, you know, your opponent main main phase is a brainstorm. You can basically just draw X, draw X cards for X. That is pretty um, good. Yeah, just it's, it's kind of cool, right? But like, but but it's the caveat of unless your opponent has has cast brainstorm, like, yeah, these your cards unplayable, right? But but at the same, yeah. So it's like against brainstorm decks, it's great. But against non brainstorm well, uh, decks, it's great, basically a blank. Great, maybe. Like I don't know if it's great, but it's it's. I mean, yeah, is... so like best case scenario, you're talking about like pay three, draw three. It's like, yeah, that's probably not that great, anyways. It seems pretty. I mean, that's the thing is like, how good is it? Like, would you pay if you just had a card that said that was just X and pay X and draw X cards? That seems pretty good. It feels like a mirror breaker card. Like, it feels like mm-hmm. one of those cards that like the control deck will play in its sideboard for when it gets paired up against itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those just like go over the top style cards, like kind of yeah. the, you know, same way that um, like Yorion would probably like this card, right? Like that seems like a good card for Yorion. Uh, I guess so. Like any control deck would love this card, right? Yeah, well, I mean, in the control deck matchup, assuming that you're playing against other brainstorm decks. Sure, yeah, because it's not that great against combo because combo is going to be brainstorming in the first couple turns. So you're yeah, not going like, to have that much mana to spend on it. True. But like, even if you're paying one, like one, or I, mean, I guess it's not really great for one. Like what? Yeah, it's just a draw. Card. I mean, even two, like draw two cards. It's like, yeah, that's like two mana draw two cards is like a really good cantrip, but it still requires that setup. Right. It requires. Yeah. So that's, I've, I've seen it taught bandied about a bit and it's neat. 
I don't think I'm sold on it, but it's it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, I know so, you're not sold on it either. I, I mean, I'm, again, I'm not I'm not pushing for it, but um, let's see. Another one I saw was uh, in too deep, which is blue, blue for an enchantment. And it has split second, which is a mechanic we don't see very often, which is kind of cool. Um, it's an enchant creature, planeswalker or clue, which I don't know why you would ever. Anyway, uh, enchanted permanent is a colorless clue artifact with two. Sacrifice this artifact, draw a card, and loses all other abilities. It's no longer a creature or a planeswalker. That's kind of interesting. So into deep your Grizzlebrand. So it turns the creature or planeswalker into a clue token. Correct. Gotcha. It's kind of kind of interesting, right? For just blue blue. For blue blue. And it's it's an enchantment with split second. I mean, if I I, I guess it, you can't cast it. I mean, if nothing else, it replaces dismember in the merfolk list. <laughs> like that's that's probably a better well, dismember. <laughs> dismember you can cast for one though. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's not a strictly better dismember. So even and dis- dismember is an instant. It. This is an enchantment. So you still have to cast it in your main. Phase. Uh, you still have to cast it in your main. You phase. just can't activate something in response. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, split second. So if you so I was, I was mis- I was, I misspoke when I said cast it in response to a Grizzlebrand activation. That's not how it's not going to work that way. No, but if you do cast it on a Grizzlebrand brand, they won't be able. To draw seven in response, Correct. which Correct. is useful. Yeah, but like if if you're if if you're casting on your main phase and they have a Grizzlebrand to play, you're probably already in bad spot. So, right, like that Grizzlebrand's probably already attacked for seven and drawn fourteen cards at that point. So it is probably a moot point. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of neat, I guess. Like you know, it's I anything that deals with planeswalkers, I'm kind of a fan of. You know, yeah um let's see what else currency converter is a single is a one-man artifact whenever you discard a card you may exile that card from your graveyard pay to tap draw a card then discard a card then you can tap it to put a card exile with currency converter into your graveyard if it's a land card create a treasure token if it's a non-land card create a 2-2 black rogue creature token uh this was brought up i don't know what they were like referencing uh, this as being good in or like a, a car that would be wanted yeah i'm not i don't know and i completely missed the description sorry i was reading another card <laughs> no that's fine no well, well tell me the card yeah because I, I don't really have much to speak about currency converted tell me the card you were reading i'm looking at this scheming fence which seems okay. kind of interesting so it's white blue for a human citizen so right off the bat kind of useful both colors and creature type mm-hmm. and then it's a two three so we're, we're looking pretty good hate bear body, you know. Okay, okay. Two, two mana hate bear that's a human. Like, all right, we're, we're starting to get going. Uh, as scheming fence enters the battlefield, you may choose target non-land permanent. Okay. Activated abilities of the chosen permanent cannot be activated. So, okay, it's like, a, you know, a really targeted uh, revoker or something like that. But then what's interesting is then scheming fence has all activated abilities of the chosen permanent except for loyalty abilities you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to activate those abilities okay so what's your what's your thought on this card jerry uh it's interesting i mean it's pretty narrow in what it can go in it's basically going into either like the humans deck or the blue white control deck style Mm -hmm. like teferi that we've been seeing um but it's interesting that you're kind of like you're trading off instead of like a broad card, like revoker that's shutting off like all of that card. Yep. You're only, you know, stopping a single copy of that card. Right. With the trade-off being that you get to then use its abilities. So hmm. 
like, hey, you could do this on a mother of ruins, and now you have a mother of ruins. Right, right. Um, or it could have been like back when Death Rite Shaman, but um, you know, I'm blanking on on cards. Well, like Grizzle Brands, you know, you could sure. you could put this, you know, show and tell, put this into play in response to show and tell, name their grizzle brands. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty backbreaking swing right there. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like <laughs> you may have a seven seven life linker, but I'm the one drawing all the cards. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so I, I think that scheming fence is kind of interesting and it's just, you know, once again, another hate bear that people are going to have options to play. Yep. Yep. Um, I saw one called void rend, which costs an Esper, uh, it's uncounterable instant and destroy target non-land permanent, destroy target non-land permanent. And, uh, sorry, was this void render Esper? Yeah. Void rend. Yes. I did see this one. That is a card that I would have been really excited about 10 years ago. Because <laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, an, un- an uncounterable Vindicate. Like, that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Now you tell me that card. I'm like, is that an uncommon? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a rare. Oh, OK. I guess it's kind of a rare. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's kind of it's it's just a little too late i it it would have been super super cool 10 years ago and now we're just jaded old fucks (laughs) yep no no i get it i get it uh i almost got really excited because it was gonna be a uh phyrexian dreadnought uh, combo pat (laughs) but i was really excited for corpse explosion except they what a good name (laughs) yeah that is a great that's just okay that's a good name corpse explosion is a great name so corpse explosion is one black red for a sorcery as an additional cost to cast the spell exile a creature card for your graveyard corpse explosion deals damage equal to the exile cards power to each creature and each planeswalker uh, it if it needed to do damage to opponents, if it dealt damage to opponents, so well, that'd be like a, an un- unbelievable fling kind of. <laughs> yeah, like fling fling from the grave. Like yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I would have loved that because I would that would have made the Frexian Dreadnought deck like actually playable again. Because it's like, oh, you killed my Dreadnought, I'm gonna throw it at you from the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Corpse Explosion, super cool card, kind of a miss. I mean, if it was cheaper, if it was an instance instead of a sorcery, and if it dealt damage to players, it would be cool. <laughs> so if it did a bunch of things it doesn't do, it'd be sweet. If it was totally different, yeah. it'd be super cool. But like, so, I mean, was there anything else that really stuck out to you? That was kind of the only ones that I saw that were kind of neat. I, I saw Tainted Indulgence, but that's that requires five or more five or more mana values among cards in your graveyard, which is like, eh, that's not like a great legacy card in my opinion. Uh, yeah, nothing really there. I will say there are definitely some uh, art in, in this set that I feel we're going to be talking about on the art review. Okay. <laughs> Both. Cause like they look cool. Like, have you, have you seen the lands for this? Yeah. Set? Yeah. Lands are pretty sweet. The lands are very cool art deco style. I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk to uh, Dakota about those. Cause they look very cool, but some of the art in this set is just like really weird. Like, and I'm not just yeah. talking about like the off putting like skyscrapers. Like there's one where it like literally just looks like a picture of New York with a shadow over it. And mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel very magic-y, but, mm-hmm. but like, look at, look at like exotic pets. 
<laughs> like it's exotic pets is like art i would expect from like alpha or beta or something like that like that's the like just very out there art that doesn't seem <laughs> to fit <laughs> which i'm not saying is a bad thing like i, I actually think right it's right cool. right it's pretty cool but it looks very different and then also like forge boss forge boss literally just looks like a picture like it looks like they just took a picture of a Peaky Blinders guy, and like that's the art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we need. Wait, holy shit! There's a card called Stimulus Package. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Stimulus Package: two red, green enchantment. Stimulus Package enters the battlefield. Create two treasure tokens. Sacrifice a treasure. Create a one-one green and white citizen creature token. You just like it because of the name, Jerry. Stimulus package. I'm actually thinking of like, there's some good ways to make a bunch of treasure tokens. So turning treasure tokens into creatures isn't the worst, but I mean, four mana for enchantment. Nah, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see exotic pets. Oh, yeah. That's really interesting, actually. That is. Huh. Yeah. Then some of them just look kind of bad. Like, like I'm looking directly underneath that body dropper just looks like a bad cartoon you know what i mean so oh body dropper yeah that there's just some highs and low i mean again this is a low res image on mythic spoiler so who knows it might be a lot better when it's when you see it but i do i will say i do like that they're having like different art styles though like because then like snoop snooping newsy (laughs) (laughs) snooping newsy like that's a very like comic booky art which Mm -hmm, i like mm -hmm. um yeah no that's that's pretty cool yeah, I, I again we like we like variety, right? You know, I felt like some of the artists, well, it felt like the art was a little bit handcuffed in some of these sets where you didn't have a ton of variety in the style of the of the artwork. And now it definitely it certainly seems like some of these are a little bit more Yeah, um, definitely getting some more stylized. Yeah, which is cool, which is I, I can I can get in I can get in with that, you know. I'm very disappointed that there's no Batman uh callback yet because oh is like, there not batman it feels like he fits like right into this this style set and like from like even like cemetery colors again, uh, <clears throat> is he Bat- white is batman white no batman's definitely black white he is black white. okay 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 yeah yeah i can uh, see that um like obviously i'm not expecting them to print like an actual batman and i would actually hate Man it bat I would, yeah, I would, I would hate it if there was an actual Batman card in the set, but I, there should be like a, uh, like caped detective, like, like the, the legally distinct Batman as my lawyer friends would, would refer to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm playing in this, this D and D campaign, Pat, where I'm yep. playing, I I'm playing with a, a magical shillelagh. <laughs> And as my my lawyer friend who's in the in the campaign with me says, oh, you're you're legally distinct Mjolnir. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, But yeah, uh, I'm I'm just going to circle back and just say, like, I'm kind of just surprised at how little hype this set is getting Mm. um, and just kind of what it is. So let us know what you guys think. I'm I'm surprised, like, no one's really been posting on the Facebook group about any, like, cards. Maybe there just isn't any, like, thing that's exciting in the set. Yeah, like I said, the the subreddit wasn't, there wasn't anything that looked like, that was like, oh, I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely the one. Like, even the, uh, even the score or even the odds, whatever it was, seemed like it was closest to tool legacy card and even that was like yeah you know <laughs> um, um but new, some of the new, artwork is interesting 
new, new favorite card from the room. set. My Pug- favorite card from the set? No, my new favorite card from the set. Oh, yeah. Pugnacious Pugilist. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just this boxer with a really tiny head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> makes him harder to hit, Jerry. Exactly. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Some cool, cool stuff in here, I guess. But again, like legacy, but you know, again, I'm not upset if there's no cards here that destroy the legacy format because we've had enough of that. You know, we yeah. need a couple sets where there's nothing, nothing. I don't even want one or two cards in the format. Just a stone cold zero comes out of the, out of the set. Excellent. Uh, also, just hearkening back, uh, uh, Urbrask is in this set, just uh, solidifying the whole Phyrexians are coming back. Yeah. This yeah. is what the the fourth fifth set in a row where one of the Praetors was in the sets. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. definitely I think is Obnixilis like the new like main planeswalker because he's in this set also. I feel like he's been in oh, I, oh, I think he's the new main baddie of this set, which you mean Thanos. Oh, he's the bad guy? Okay. He, he, his art all his cards always like, all the Obnixilis cards suck though. It's like this like, is probably the just... this is probably the best Obnixilis we've gotten. But he yes. looks like he looks straight up like Thanos. Like he does kind <laughs> of he really kind of does. Honestly, like uh, speaking of planeswalkers, Elspeth is in this set, which is surprising because she's wait what? Yeah, Elspeth is in this set. I I remember hearing like that they brought her back in one of the pre in like the Return to Theros or something like that. But oh right, right, that's th- right. This is the first like Elspeth planeswalker card we've had in a very long time. Hmm. Interesting. That tells you how like how much I pay attention. Like I I, I totally forgot Elspeth was in what was a Return to. To uh, Theros, whatever that set was. Yeah, was she actually in it though? I thought she was just like on card. She didn't actually get a planeswalker it's, card, but it's I could possible. Be, I could be remember po- misremembering. No, that. it's it's entirely possible that's the case. Huh? Huh? Indeed. So, all right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens with the set. I mean, if nothing else, maybe it'll be fun to draft. Yeah, sure. I I just I'm just kind of more surprised than anything else because it seems like something that would be a grand slam for for uh, legacy set because. Usually the multicolor sets are the sets where they cram all yeah, the but, really powerful yeah, cards into them. Like, but they've just been doing that so often. It's like, I just don't want any of that. You know what I mean? I just don't. I don't. I don't. Yep. Yeah. Just miss me with that. Just for like, just for like a year or two. You know, that's all. That's all. Yeah, I see the Praetor here. Ooh, that's actually interesting. Cut your losses. It's way too expensive, but it's cool. Cut your losses for blue blue casualty two so uh when you cast the spell you can sacrifice a creature with power two or greater to copy it mm-hmm. and then it has target player mills half their library oh okay unfortunately i don't think that wins you the game because you do half their library and then you do half of the half remaining if you right. copy it yep but still pretty cool just trying to see if there's anything else here that's cool there's a plant dinosaur topiary stomper not any good for legacy but it is a Dinosaur. It is a T Rex made out of plants, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything in here else that I thought was really cool. Some cool art, though. Some neat art. So, yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, all right. Was there anything else you wanted to chat about, Jerry, before we wrapped it up here? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, Hopefully, next week we'll have a, a set date for the next open, right? That'd be sweet. Yeah, hopefully, I, hopefully I, the case. I I feel like we have it set and we're just going to announce yeah. it next week, but we will yeah. see. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm crossing my fingers and toes. Also, 
uh, scoop into uh, early scoop into my cousin for uh, not getting married. They called off the wedding, which means I don't have to go to. Uh... <laughs> Is that terrible? Today, hold on. Wait a second. All right. Let's let's get into scoops right now because I want to actually have a conversation about this. Did they call? Did they call off the wedding like entirely or they're just like, we're still getting married, but we're just not going to have it. We're just going to oh, no, just like uh, so for Easter, my you know my mom came over and yeah. she's just like, oh by the way, um, don't tell anyone this yet. So of course I'm telling all of you guys. Oh but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of my family, none of my family listens to the show. But, uh, smart, smart family. Yeah, uh, but uh, your your cousin isn't getting married anymore. They they called the wedding off. They broke up. So yeah. don't get a plane ticket. I'm like, hell yeah, procrastination. Nice. Procrastination wins again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it like a destination wedding? Uh, yeah, destination Pittsburgh. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Aiden and all our yeah, other. Yeah, all I know. I know. Two of our good friends <laughs> we play D and D with every week for the last three years are both uh, from Pittsburgh. But sorry to all of our unfortunate fans who uh, have to live in Pittsburgh. But <laughs> yeah, like if I have to get on a plane for a wedding, I mean, I guess I mean there's probably some cool stuff in Pittsburgh, but. $700. I have to pay $700 to go from from Boston to Pittsburgh. (laughs) That's obscene. Unless they're serving like steak and cheeses at like at the wedding. I'm not going to be happy. You're thinking of Philly. You're thinking of Philly. You know what? Pittsburgh has steel. They got a lot of steel, Pat. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I was thinking of Philly. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be fine if the wedding was in Philly. Like, Philly's an interesting city. Yeah. Pittsburgh is the Worcester of of Pennsylvania. Oh, easy, <laughs> easy. Worcester's in the middle of its renaissance right now. It's I like Worcester's. I don't know if you've been recently, but Worcester's fucking great right now. Oh yeah, like the the last four or five years. There's so much good food there, dude. There's so much good food. There's good places to be. Like, city's nice. It's definitely not the same as it was when I like like 15 years ago. We'll put it that way. Uh, we need we need GP Boston Worcester to come back. I know, right? <laughs> GP GP nowhere near Boston, right? Yeah. <laughs> every every year, GP GP Boston wasn't that a, wasn't that a TJ's event? Uh, Talk about the biggest bait switch of all time, yeah, like. But G, GP Boston, only forty miles away from Boston. Right. <laughs> literally a third of the state away like <laughs> if you went south or north you would be in a different state <laughs> yeah exactly exactly oh man that is so funny awesome well any other scoops into the top eight this week jerry or just just your just oh, your man I just your probably, cousin with the failing relationship right Ooh, i should probably scoop someone else in so i don't seem like a dick uh, no i mean no <laughs> you're scooping in your good fortune you know based on their on their bad fortune basically yeah yeah you've oh been, uh, you've been released you've been released of something you didn't want to have to do which is always nice uh i'm gonna scoop in my niece for writing a uh love letter to our dog um she just comes in and she says uh uh she hands me this this uh like hand-drawn postcard not postcard mm-hmm. but like sheet of paper where like she drew like a bunch of hearts and like uh, a cute dog on it and he goes dear Layla which is the name of my girlfriend's dog <laughs> dear Layla I love you so so much I, oh. and, and I guess Jay too <laughs> like I'm an afterthought after the dog so. I mean well it, like let's be honest like dogs are unconditional love man like you can't beat a dog I can't I can't compete I can't compete. uh <laughs> That's right. I had a uh, I'm here. My, my scoop is into my my seven year old, my youngest, uh, who is very mischievous, loves to cause like havoc, right? Loves to cause mayhem. This is the letter he wrote for me. 
he forged my, a, a letter from my wife saying, dear Pat, I hate you. I want a divorce from Amber. <laughs> That's then, got that's got some cojones. And then, he, then, he, then he put a picture of then he had a picture of Doctor like he drew a picture of Doctor Robotnik on the back, which I don't know what the significance of that was, but <laughs> but uh, but then I was like, oh Luke, you know, uh, I guess your mom doesn't want to be around me anymore. So uh, and then eventually he fessed up. He's like, Dad, I wrote it. I wrote it. I was like, Luke, I'm well aware <laughs> it's you spelled divorce wrong. First of all, kiddo. <laughs> Also, that's was, that's that's how uh, family, uh, you know, husbands and wives have those discussions. Is yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, well, I said already sent to my lawyer, Luke. So I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Like, it's papers, <laughs> paperwork's already being processed right now. <laughs> Did like someone tell him like, oh, like if your parents got divorced, you get two Christmases? I'm sure like that's that. what they've heard. But I'm like, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna have a lot of money if I'm living by myself. So you might not even have one Christmas, kiddo. <laughs> but uh, no, it was really like Luke is he is. He is so funny because like like my, my older son is very much a rule follower and Luke is like like loves to break the rules and like he's not like malicious but he's just mischievous. I don't know I, like there's a line there and he's always right on it. It's it's so it's so 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 funny. So uh yeah, so scooping it scooping a Lukey for uh for love and cause havoc and mischief. It's my favorite. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um oh and you I got one more scoop. Uh Metal Lords now on Netflix is like a feel good campy like metal story uh like of a high school metal band and I highly recommend it. It was really fun to listen to and the soundtrack is like is basically like all the music I absolutely love. So highly recommend Metal Lords on Netflix. Watch Excellent. it. It was great. Excellent. It was great. It's basically school of rock but with like a lot more vulgarity. So okay. All right. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, awesome. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this week, Jerry. Um, people, if you want to support the show, go to the Patreon. I know we uh, we've kind of lapsed in in membership there. So if you, if you have a couple extra bucks you want to throw away, you can always go to the Patreon. We appreciate that. Um, and if you can't do that, get on the Facebook page, man. It's a great place to be. We have we have people joining there every week, and uh, there's always content being posted on there. There's tournaments being posted on there. I see a lot of that now, which is super awesome i love when people say like hey you know even if it's not near you it's cool to see like tournaments that are going on around the country and oh yeah that's helping people promote their promote the, you know the legacy they're playing so speaking, i love seeing that speaking of i saw someone posted up uh in oklahoma i have never seen a legacy tournament in oklahoma before sick but uh someone posted it up in in norman norman oklahoma that's awesome that's awesome. I can't uh, uh, again, like, you know, people, sometimes people ask us, but we, but I think the blanket consensus from the mods there is like, if it's legacy related, post it up. Like I was, as long as you're not spamming the group, like, you know, multiple times a day, like put your event up there, put your content up there. As long as it's legacy related, like it's got the green light from us. We love seeing it. We love seeing it, you know, accumulate on that page. It's been really good. So please, please uh, get involved, man. Get involved with the Facebook page. Also, I don't know why it says Norman, Oklahoma, because it's actually Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. But, uh, maybe Norman's like a uh, maybe it's like, like a, the area. I don't yeah. really, I don't really know Oklahoma geography. I'm sorry. Come on, Oklahoma. Jerry. You didn't learn that in high school. Come <laughs> no, on. no, not at all. But <laughs> the OK Land Run Legacy Open Championship at Game HQ, nice in southwestern Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Awesome. Well, check it out if you're in the from the area, and uh, if you're not, hopefully, uh, maybe they stream it, or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, the info is uh, posted up on the Facebook page, so take Sweet. a look. Sweet. 
Awesome. Well, uh, thanks everyone for hanging out this week. Uh, hopefully we'll have a, a date for you next week with the, uh, with the open and, uh, and you know, until then be good to each other. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye. Come on,